Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute podcast with your host Andrea Holman. I hope, as always, you are having a great day and this finds you doing well. Today, we are going to discuss something that is touching most of everyone's life right around this time. It is returning to school during COVID chaos. Who else feels very challenged during this time frame of getting our kids ready for school, explaining to our children what we believe is going to happen and how their classrooms will look different than they were before? how they're unable to hug their teachers and interact with them socially, and also how different their friends are going to look versus last year because they all have masks on and they will look at each other through plexiglass, basically, and they're six feet apart. I know my kids are ecstatic to go back to school. I'm sure yours are just bouncing off the walls as well. My children are excited to go back to school. However, with all the changes, they are very stressed and uneasy. I have tried my best to prepare them, looked at pictures my teacher friends have sent to me about how their classrooms could potentially look, discussed with them the reasons behind the procedures in their school and on the bus in order to help keep everyone as safe as possible. However, I'm not sure it does so much for my 10-year-old daughter who just wants to be able to return to school, play with her friends, and see her teachers while having a normal fifth grade year. And that's not going to happen for her. My senior also will be in the same boat, more than likely, as all of the past seniors were this year who did not have a normal year of school. I am hoping that he gets as much time as possible at school in order to hang with his friends have some type of normalcy of a senior year, and just be able to enjoy his last year of being a kid. I'm not sure if you followed the news all summer, but I'm positive that most of us probably did, especially when it started talking about how are we going to return to school. Everything about it has been chaos. There is nothing about this that is normal. Every time I turn on the news, I am inundated with data, charts, graphs, I didn't like doing that stuff in school, let alone trying to figure out the path of this COVID virus, the impact it has to every county in the United States, and what that means for my school district. On top of that, we have so many plans to choose from. There were color-coded charts according to the county and the state direction, of course, based on positive testing and spikes in that area for the COVID virus. And we have been told that if they're a certain color in the county, that that may affect your plan A or B or C, depending on what plan your school goes to, as well as you had the opportunity to go in person, 
maybe two days a week, one week, and then two days a week the next week. And then you learn from home online the other days, and then you switch off. Or you also had the chance to just go online consistently for the entire year and say the heck with it, I'm not even going into the school building. However, you do not get to see your friends at school then. You're following all this, right? Because it's so super simple, easy. Even a kindergartner could follow the color-coded map and the ABC plan, correct? I really wish that what they would have done was just say, hey, we don't know how this is going to affect the school systems. We don't know how this is going to affect sports. There are a lot of unknowns right now. So what we're going to do is go off and create an opportunity to figure out what the plans could be and how this would actually impact each of the states and counties within those states. And then let the local people, the local school districts, determine what was best for their groups. Now, that did happen to a certain extent, okay? What I'm saying is, I didn't need to hear about it all summer. It just created more hype and more chaos and more confusion, not only for the school districts and the principals and the teachers, but also for all the parents and the kids. And we lost an entire summer to not just the physical impact of the COVID virus. We also lost an entire summer of worrying about what the heck was going to happen for our kids' school years. And our children were stressed out, at least Most of the parents I talk to, that's what happened. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. Like I said, when I talked to my friends, this was the number one thing on their mind. When people got together, that's what they discussed. If they were able to go on vacation, that's what they discussed. I heard kids' conversations happening around COVID virus and who they knew that got sick or someone's friend's mother who tested positive for it and they just saw them two weeks ago. It was constantly on our mind and it created nothing but total chaos. And here we are getting ready to go back to school in complete chaos. Yes, there is a plan, but most of the people I speak to, principals included, have told me that realistically, there's no control over what's going to happen. Yes, there are plans put in place, but some of that data is skewed as far as what will specifically happen because until they're actually in the chaos when people become sick, the outcome is really ever-changing. If somebody has a positive test, who actually gets quarantined? Who doesn't? How many people has to have to get quarantined if they came in contact with that person? And the list goes on and on because it has just overtaken every part of the decision process. If you think things are chaotic now and starting school is going to be chaotic, Wait until they have to shut down the school district or close your school or your child has to become quarantined because they were in contact with someone who tested positive or did they really? The additional impact to your family life will be beyond chaotic, potentially. You may handle that very well. Other people may not handle it very well. Either way, it will be an additional impact a disruption to the normalcy that was supposed to happen for school that will not. 
I do not believe for one minute that kids will go back to school and not be impacted by this in some way. Everything about their school experience has changed. This will impact their personal life, their social life, their entire world around them. And it already has. This will become much more personal, though, given the fact that they are supposed to go to school and just be kids, have fun, learn, and create social bonds and friendships for life. This is not what they will return to. They will return to an unpredictable chaos that is going to happen because no one has control over the virus. No one has control over how it will hit a certain area versus another. And even though we have plans in place, there is nothing we can really do to prepare for it. Yes, we can try to protect ourselves, and I think we should. I'm not saying that. But there is really nothing we can do to keep it out of our area, our county, or our schools. I would encourage you, in order to prepare your kids for the chaos ahead, to talk to them about how they can reach out to students and teachers differently. Practice with your young kids at home. Give them pointers on how to make new friends in this different environment. Wear the mask with them for periods of time at home to get them used to wearing the mask together and make it a game. Try to go online and find pictures of classrooms that may be set up already in this fashion so that they can get an idea as to what the plexiglass might look like on their desk. For the younger kids, if you're able to explain why these pieces of equipment are in their classroom, that may help calm their anxiety as well in returning to a room that looks so vastly different from the year before. Hopefully with the younger children, kindergarten and first grade, with them being newer to school, they will adapt a little easier. Of course, the masks are going to be problematic for everyone, including the teachers and the kids. Hopefully they will all be able to adapt to the situation better because they're all in it together. No matter the situation, no matter what school you're in or what state you're in, this is going to be a very chaotic time for everyone. I would encourage you to focus on the positives with your kids and create an openness in conversation with them so they feel like they can talk to you about their concerns and their anxieties happening at school as well. I know there has been so much work completed by principals, teachers, the school staff, the parents, the school boards, the local government, so many people involved in trying to help create some sort of normalcy for these children to return to school, and it is so appreciated. I cannot tell you how much we appreciate the time, effort, and energy that you have put into this. No matter what happens moving forward, we know that returning to school will be chaotic, but we also know that you are dedicated to a healthy transition for the kids mentally, physically, and emotionally to be able to enter into school and have a great year. And for that, we appreciate you. For everyone listening, please try to be an encourager, focus on the positive, and extend grace and patience to the kids, to yourself, everyone around you, and all the staff involved in sending our kids back to school. It has been a very trying end of last year, and it has been a very trying situation to create these plans with so much unknown and chaos floating around this virus. We certainly hope that you and your kids will have a good year, no matter what 
path you chose to move forward with the school year. And we hope that your child has the best experience possible, even with the new challenges ahead. I certainly hope you continue to stay healthy as a family, you stay encouraged, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.